telling you there's nothing here. No, oh, I believe you. I just gotta give the whole place a rundown, or the boss will have my head. You know how it is? Sure. Uh, I, I just don't understand. I, I don't have anything against the rules. Yeah, trust me. We get false reports for electronics and other banned items all the time. I'm really just doing this as a formality. Right. <laughs> but, um... Hmm... Well, yeah. <laughs> Looks like you're in the clear. Sorry for the inconvenience. Take care now. What the hell was that? Hi. It's been a while. Sorry I haven't really been feeling the whole uh, investigation thing the past few days. Look what happened last weekend. Well, I, I don't even know. Because I don't even know what it was. I, I felt like I was going to die. It came out of nowhere, and I was just talking, and then I got so dizzy, and I felt like I couldn't even stand. It, it was like all my motor functions just shut off. And then my memory was going out. I couldn't quite remember what I had just been talking about, and I couldn't picture Aiden in my head. Like, I already can't remember what the actual Aiden looks like, no matter how hard I've tried to, but but in that moment, I couldn't even picture the imposter. And all my memories just got, like, fuzzy. Like, like it felt like I had just gotten a concussion or something, and suddenly everything around me was just blurry at the edges, and I had to focus really hard just to stay awake. But also, everything felt like a dream. I was so disoriented, but it got so bad that I just had to go back and listen to all the recordings I made just to jog my memory. So, yeah, it's got me in a pretty bad way. Um, I haven't wanted to talk into this thing all week because of it. I don't know, uh, sort of turned me off to the whole investigation thing for a little bit. I mean, I still feel like I need to figure out what's going on. Obviously, I don't just want to drop it, but... I'm scared. <laughs> what happened, that sickness that came over me, it was obviously intentional, right? Someone doesn't want me poking around and trying to figure out what's going on, and aid that imposter probably has something to do with it. I mean, he disappeared after the assembly on Sunday, and just a few hours later, my body suffers a concussive system shutdown, and I can barely remember what he looks like. It's not that hard to piece together. He wants me off of his trail, and I don't know how he would have caused this to happen, but it was clearly either a threat, or it was an attempt to somehow wipe my memory that anything was even wrong. Like I said, I, I felt so hazy that 
It was difficult for me to focus on Aiden and everything I've learned so far, but the thing is, I still do remember. Once I recovered, I still knew everything I did before. None of that changed. All of the information was just floaty for a little while, but, but it came back to me, and, and yet still felt like the attack targeted those memories specifically, but I can't tell for sure. I, I don't know. It, it's all so abstract, and that's just what it felt like. Like, there's no actual quantifiable way to tell if that's true. I just... Oh my god, I hate this. I, I just have a feeling that that's the case. So, either I'm wrong and this really was just a way to scare me out of looking into things more, or they failed. They failed at wiping my memory. And the crazy thing is, that's the option that's making the most sense to me right now. Not only did it feel like the attack was specifically on my memories of the investigation, but since then it seemed like Aiden... Oh my god. It seemed like fake Aiden has been keeping an eye on me, too. All week he's been prying, but trying not to seem like he's prying. You know, like, the thing I'm also very bad at. It's like he's trying to act like everything's super normal, like he was doing with everyone at the assembly last weekend, except he keeps slipping in questions like if I remember things from move-in day, as in the day before he replaced Aiden. It's like he's trying to see if I still remember that he's an imposter. And he's trying to frame it in, like, casual questions, but he's really not being super sneaky about it. I haven't really been playing along. Uh, I've sort of just been giving the vaguest answers possible, but he just keeps going and going. Oh my god, it was getting so annoying that yesterday when he asked me if I remembered how funny it was that the boxes were taking up the whole room, I just looked him dead in the eye and said, You know, Aiden, I remember a lot of things. He shut up after that. I know, that really was not the smartest move. I probably should have played along so that he would think I was off his trail, but God, he's just so annoying. And not just about this either. Like, all week he's been such a stick in the mud about everything, like every rule. Like, every morning he's up and awake at exactly 7, and every night he turns the lights out exactly at 10. Doesn't matter if I'm in the middle of something. And it's like... It's like that with everything in between, too. I, I only have contemporary psych and Eastern geography with him, but Jesus. It's like every rule has to be followed to a T. It's so obnoxious. So, yeah, with all that and the constant prodding, I, I, just, I just couldn't take it anymore. So, my bad, I guess. Anyway, I'm getting way off topic. The point is, whoever is doing all of this can somehow alter people's memories, and for whatever reason... It's not working on me. I don't know why, but I do know that it means I have to keep trying to figure out the truth. I know I have to. I never actually thought I was going to stop. I'm just... I'm afraid of what happened on Sunday. Sure, they didn't succeed in making me forget what happened, but it still felt like hell. I've genuinely never felt that physically ill before. And if it was supposed to be a threat, I'm worried what else they could do to me. Worse things that they could do if I got in their way. Especially since I couldn't check my attitude with not Aiden yesterday.
I'm just scared, all right? And now the classes have started up, it's felt easy to just distract myself and not have to think about all this, but of course that doesn't actually make the problem go away. I still need to face it. Plus, after this morning's incident, well, you heard it. Kind of. Basically, a custodian was sent in to search my room because there was allegedly some report that I had a camera or some other forbidden electronic device, which, okay, it's clearly a setup by whoever doesn't want me investigating. I, I don't know if they suspect that, I don't know, I've been taking pictures and documenting things on camera or what, but it was freaky. Now, in theory, it shouldn't have been a problem if he had found the Olympus, because simple recording devices are allowed for note-taking and stuff, but come on. As if the people who kidnap and replace students aren't going to find some way to bend the rules and confiscate it. I'm just lucky. I didn't have it on me all week, and it was just right by my bed, so I was able to swipe it really quickly without him noticing. If I hadn't... And I, I don't know... Everything's on there. Probably it would have been taken to whoever's running this whole thing, and worst case scenario, I'd be killed, or kidnapped, or whatever they did to Aiden, and best case scenario, I'd get expelled, and news of my conspiracy recordings would get out, and I'd be known as the crackpot. <laughs> uh, basically, everyone would think I'm crazy, and my investigation would be dead in the water, so thank God. Another thing, uh, as nerve-wracking as this whole thing was, it, it didn't really seem like the custodian was in on it, if that makes sense. Like, he genuinely just seemed like he was doing what he was told, and, like, he searches rooms a lot, so this was just standard stuff for him. And when he didn't find anything, he didn't press, he was basically just all, cool, my work here is done, and just left. Now... Of course, the thought crossed my mind before that there was some huge school-wide conspiracy where staff had set up this whole thing, but maybe that's not the case. Or at least, it's not the case with all the staff. It might just be that people up top just don't feel anyone below them. Or, or you know, maybe it's not even anyone on the faculty at all. I, I really don't know. I need to do a lot of research. You know, I know I said I was scared, but at this point, all these attempts to try to stop me just make me want to do it even more. So that's what I'm going to do. Today. The investigation continues.
without any willingness of my own, like a powerful magnet. But now the magnet has been flipped, and what once drew me in now repels me. No, that's not quite correct. I just feel the resistance. I'm not being pushed out. I just cannot see it. I did it. I... Everything is so different, yet exactly the same. How did you... I need to make sure she does not see me. So, the investigation continued. I haven't been able to find out that much, but I do have some information I'm pretty excited about. I've actually been pretty anxious the past couple days to record it, but I can never really catch a free moment without anyone seeing me talk into this thing. There's like a wall between the imposters and my bed areas to give us each some semblance of privacy, but there's not like a door. Very open concept. So, there isn't much opportunity there. You know, even if there was a door, I'd probably have to be whispering into this thing so he wouldn't hear, and I'd constantly have to worry about him walking in on me. You know what I mean. Grow up. I could always talk somewhere around campus. It wouldn't look that weird. I've actually seen quite a few people talking into voice recorders when they're studying. I guess it helps some of them focus. 
But the issue with that is that if people actually hear what I'm saying, they're gonna think I'm crazy, or worse, our imposter friend could be around without me realizing, or one of his friends might hear and then tell him that I'm conspiring against him. I noticed Hattie, that the girl whose door I knocked on when Aiden first went missing, she was giving me a weird look in class the other day, and ugh, I don't know, his whole study group is probably suspicious of me since I've been acting so weird around them. And literally anyone could report me for conspiring against the school and my fellow students, which would definitely not be ideal. Basically, what I'm saying is that there aren't a whole lot of opportunities for me to talk into this thing, and plus, I probably should keep it a secret now that my room's been searched, huh? But for right now, Aiden went to his study group. I guess they get together every weekend. So now, I can finally talk about some of the research I did. I spent a few hours in the library. I know, spending Friday night researching stuff in the library and the life of the party. Uh, and I found out some interesting stuff. Now, okay, it's kind of difficult to get access to most anything online because the internet is pretty much cut off. We can only get to stuff through Delphic Peak's intranet system. So basically that means we only have access to pages and sites that the school made or that have been approved by the school's firewall. So if I wanted to find out any information on what's been happening with this memory wiping or replacing or whatever it is, my best bet would be going on one of the databases that students can use for research projects and stuff. You know, the ones where you can access published scholarly journals and scientific articles and all that sort of stuff. Well, there are quite a few of them, and between them all, you can find thousands and thousands of publications on pretty much any topic you can think of. So I figured I could use these to see if there had been any advances on memory manipulation technology or something. And if I were ever to be monitored or asked about it, I would have plausible deniability by claiming I'm just doing research for my psych class. So that's exactly what I set out to do. I went to a few of the databases, mostly stuck to scientific articles, and I found... Well, I found a couple things. When I searched memory replacement, nothing really showed up except for some new computer hardware, which obviously isn't any help in our current situation. But searching memory wiping, though, that yielded some pretty interesting results. Apparently, over the last few years, psychologists have been learning how to actually erase people's memories from their heads, or at least manipulate them enough to completely alter them. Their tests were specifically focused on trauma, like if you had a bad memory that, for whatever reason, was associated with, uh, I don't know, lampshades, and you were afraid to turn on the lights in your house because it affected you so badly, then, well, they'd be able to change the signal sent out from your brain whenever you see a lampshade from feelings of fear to neutral feelings or even feelings of pleasure. It also apparently can help people with drug addictions from relapsing. So, obviously, just in general, this is, like, a really cool and helpful discovery, but I also think it's very compelling under the current circumstances. I know that this is specifically talking about traumatic memories, and from what it looks like, they've only tested it on mice so far, but these articles were from a few years ago, so who knows what discoveries they could have made since then and not even officially published yet. I mean... In some cases, the memories of certain associations in the brain were manipulated so much that they practically became new memories entirely. I think it's super plausible that since the publication of these articles, some scientists could have closed that gap and figured out how to totally wipe or change memories. 
Granted, if I'm connecting that to the situation here, it would mean that everyone at the school would have to have been traumatized by Aiden, which I doubt is the case, but it's also possible that scientists could have learned how to do this with other types of memory associations, and not just bad ones. I mean, that would make sense why I'm the only one it hasn't worked on. I'm brand new here. I hardly had any associations at all with the real Aiden before he disappeared, so... I don't know. It's a theory. Who knows if it's actually true, but it's something concrete to build off of, and that's more than I had yesterday. Uh, that was definitely the biggest find from last night's research, but I also wanted to bring up one other thing about the article. There was this one scientist who gave some quote about how this research supported some of her own studies. She didn't actually work on the project, but she had cited it as inspiration for some of her work, and this might not really sound important, and I guess it's not, but I feel like I recognized her name, but I can't put my finger on it. Dr. Rhoda Crowder. I don't know, it's on the tip of my tongue, or on the tip of my brain tongue, but I just can't remember where I've heard that name before. And that, combined with her comment on how she's doing similar research, well, I mean, she didn't say it was similar. I mean, she barely had anything to do with the project at all. I just... I can't think of how I know her name. I don't know. Maybe it's nothing. and Maybe I'm grasping at straws, or... Or maybe I just want to stall so I don't have to talk about the last thing I found. I just... <sighs> okay. After reading up on the mice articles, I searched other general phrases about memory and memory loss to see if there was anything else I could find. And Well, there were a lot of articles about memory troubles being caused by a mental illness, severe anxiety and mood disorders, post-traumatic stress disorders, obsessive disorders, you know, pretty much everything I've dealt with in some way or another. I mean, look, this isn't news to me. I know all this, but there were so many articles about it, and all the ways it can happen. Repression, short and long-term memory loss, and yeah, even in some cases, delusions or false memories. And yeah, like, I know it's not that simple, and extreme symptoms like that are rare, but it it, it just makes me think. I, I mean, it doesn't make me think, because these thoughts are already thoughts that I've been having in the back of my mind since this all started, but it's just forcing me to actually confront them and, and not just deny it, like I do with everything that makes me scared or uncomfortable or anything. So, yeah, now... Now I'm thinking about it. I have to acknowledge the very real possibility that none of this is actually happening. At least, not the way that I think it is. I mean, I I've never had delusions before, as far as I know, but things haven't been easy. And this whole new school situation could have pushed me over the edge. Maybe my mind made up this whole roommate replacement story, and I've been overanalyzing every situation to fit that narrative. 
I mean, half the time, I still call him Aiden. So maybe in the back of my head, I know that none of this is real, and I'm just making it up as some screwed-up coping mechanism or something. You know, it would make sense that my brain would want to create a scenario where I have a purpose at this random-ass boarding school. Some control over something in this whole messed-up situation. I, look, I barely had control over anything back at home as it was, and, and then after busting my ass to graduate early and get out of that house, my, my parents ripped me away from all of that. God, you know, it'd be no wonder if I started going delusional. I couldn't be okay there, and I'm sure as hell not okay here, because I'm just a freak, okay? How can I not say it? Because I don't know what's going on, and this is just some shitty coping thing that my brain is doing, and, and I'm probably just on some wild chase after my own tail, because I... Hello? Who is it? Okay, I, I don't see anyone through the people. <clears throat> okay, th this isn't funny. Look, I don't know it. Oh my god. Um, it's, uh, it's a note. Someone left a note on my door. Uh, it says, I know what you're up to. Meet me at the library in 24 hours. Shit. Astra is written, directed, and produced by B. Delapiane, with story editing by Elliot Sutton and Sienna Delapiane, art by Deja Brown, and music by Cole Ramirez. Episode 3, Instigations, featured the voices of B. Delapiane as Joaquin, Jesse Carl as the space being, Sam Aguma as Aiden, and Corey Arndt as the custodian. For more information, visit our website, inostrapodcast.podbean.com. Who left that note? Was it simply God playing a funny little trick? Probably not, but if you want to know for sure, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening so you can hear new episodes of In Ostra every Saturday. And please consider leaving a review. They only take a minute and they really help us out. We've really loved the feedback we've gotten so far and we'd really appreciate it. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at In Ostra Podcast and talk about the show online using the hashtag In Ostra Pod. If you've listened this far, tweet or comment at us saying traumatized rat therapy <laughs> sign me up uh it'll be our little inside joke thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week until then stay warm it's cold in spain <laughs> so stupid <laughs> uh, silly